Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 2 Corinthians. Today is episode 497. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 12 through 18. Let's read our passage. For we don't dare classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves, but in measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves to themselves, they lack understanding. We, however, will not boast beyond measure, but according to the measure of the area of ministry that God has assigned to us, which reaches even to you. For we are not overextending ourselves, as if we had not reached you since we have come to you with the gospel of Christ. We're not boasting beyond measure about other people's labors. On the contrary, we have the hope that as your faith increases, our area of ministry will be greatly enlarged, so that we may preach the gospel to the regions beyond you without boasting about what has already been done in someone else's area of ministry. So let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. For it is not the one commending himself who is approved, but the one the Lord commends. This is Second Corinthians. This is a letter Paul sending to the church in Corinth. Paul sent First Corinthians, outlining a lot of the trouble they had, and then Timothy reported that the trouble wasn't really getting fixed. So Paul made a quick visit there. There was a lot of opposition, intense opposition, and Paul quickly left and wrote the tearful letter in which he laid it all out. Titus took that letter to Corinth and seems to have worked and gotten the majority of the issues fixed. However, he's still got a group he's trying to deal with. And so he's been trying to restore that relationship. Now he's dealing with some of the issues they need to deal with. In the previous section, he was challenging those within the church at Corinth who were doubting his spiritual authorities, doubting his spirituality, saying that he operates according to the flesh. He's not really very spiritual. Now he's dealing with outsiders. He doesn't address the outsiders directly, but he kind of talks about them to the Corinthian church. So here in verse 12, he starts talking about these other people. So chapter 10, verse 12. We don't dare classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves, but in measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves to themselves, they lack understanding. Okay, he's responding to criticism by these outsiders. And he's not directly addressing the outsiders. He's speaking to the church in Corinth. Now, who are these outsiders? Well, Paul, a little bit we'll see, he calls them super apostles. And that's just the term Paul uses for them. They seem to be claiming superiority to Paul, that they're much superior to Paul. And, and these are the people he talks about with commending themselves and bringing letters of recommendations. So they brought letters commending them from other churches and perhaps even from Jerusalem. And then they're using those letters to prove that they are somebody. And they seem to be asking the Corinthian church to give them letters also so they can go on to other places with the commendation of the Corinthian church. And so Paul compares himself to them, but he says he really can't. So they have letters. He doesn't have letters. He talked about that in 1 Corinthians. I don't have letters of recommendation. I was sent by Christ. And you don't 
bring a letter of recommendation from another church to people who don't know Christ. When I came to you, you didn't know Christ. So a letter of recommendation from another church means nothing. You are my letter of recommendation. What Christ has done here in Corinth, in the founding of this church, based on my ministry, that's all the recommendation I need. He uses the word themselves. Now, he actually uses the word ourselves. It's really the same word, just a first person plural instead of third person plural. But then he uses the third person plural themselves five times here in this one verse. So how many of them are there? They're measuring themselves by themselves, comparing themselves to themselves. Who, who are themselves? We got some clues. Who are they? Well, we know they're outsiders. And we know they've come with these letters of commendation. And they're seeking letters even from the church in Corinth. We know they're Jewish. We'll see this a little bit later on. And Christian Jewish. We also know they are preaching a confused gospel. Paul's going to hit that in chapter 11, that the gospel they're preaching is not correct. Now, we suspect that they're probably Judaizers, that is saying you must be Jewish in order to be a Christian. But with all these things, there's problems with this group. They're leading the church astray. And Paul's problem here is they're basically operating in a place they shouldn't be operating. They shouldn't be in Corinth. So the whole idea here, verse 12, is I wouldn't dare compare myself to them. They compare themselves to themselves. I am in a different category. And the whole way they compare themselves show they don't understand. They lack understanding. They can't be compared to Paul. Paul's unique. Now verse 13. We, however, so here he's making a contrast to themselves, but we, however, will not boast beyond the measure, but according to the measure of the area of ministry that God has assigned to us, which reaches even to you. Now, this whole good bit of the rest of this paragraph here, this idea, this idea of ministry area, and he basically challenging them that they're on his turf. I say, well, that sounds kind of petty. How dare you minister on my turf? There's enough lost people for everyone. Well, let's talk about this. Paul was assigned to go to the Gentiles by Christ. Christ himself, when he appeared to Paul on the Damascus Road, assigned Paul to go to the Gentiles. And then later, when Paul met with the church leaders, and they had the Jerusalem Council, and they talked about Gentiles don't have to become Jewish. They had this agreement that Paul would go to the Gentiles, and the other apostles would work within the Jewish community. So Paul says, okay, I was assigned to go to the Gentiles by Christ, and I had an agreement with the other apostles that they would stick to the Jewish community, and Barnabas and I, and Silas and I, we will work with the Gentile world. And probably some of these letters of recommendation they have are from Jerusalem. So there's a challenge here that you really shouldn't even be here, along with the other challenges that and you're here with the wrong gospel. He also talks about boasting. We're not going to boast beyond 
what we've been assigned to do. And so apparently they are boasting and they seem to be boasting that they're superior to Paul. Again, that'll be made clear uh, a little bit later on. But the yeah, issue of, of they're in an area they shouldn't be, they're claiming to be superior in their ministry to, to Paul, and they've got a confused gospel. Verse 14, For we are not overextending ourselves as if we had not reached you since we have come to you with the gospel of Christ. So he's saying, we're not out of our turf area. We are operating in our turf area, and we came and brought the gospel to you. Now, these guys are entering our area that really they shouldn't be. And he says basically the same thing in verse 15. We are not boasting beyond measure about other people's labors. Now, you say, that just sounds petty. Paul's saying, hey, I brought the gospel here. This is my area, my people. You should be talking to my people, helping them grow in Christ. Well, it's adding confusion because they are confusing the gospel. They are preaching a, a false gospel. They are leading people astray. But also, when you're trying to lead people in spiritual growth, you, you really need a clear leader in that. And when somebody else pops in and starts leaning according to their own style, it does create confusion at times. It says, on the contrary, we have the hope that as your faith increases, our area of ministry will be greatly enlarged. So Paul's saying it. And if we can get you guys in Corinth up to speed, get you healthy in your faith, get this church healthy, you can be reaching out beyond just the area of Corinth itself and reach down into the region around you with the gospel. Verse 16, so that we may preach the gospel to the regions beyond you without boasting about what has already been done in somebody else's area of ministry. So he's saying, I don't go evangelizing the areas that other evangelists are actively working. It just creates confusion. So this is the area that I and my team are working, and we want to get you guys up to speed to be reaching out into the world around you. Verse 17, so let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. It's back to this idea of boasting. So apparently they are boasting about their ministry, their abilities, their superiority to Paul. And Paul's saying, well, the, kind of the proof's in the pudding. You know, we're the ones that showed up in Corinth and founded the church. So what are they doing here? If you got to boast, boast in what the Lord has done. Verse 18, for it's not the one committing himself who is approved, but the one the Lord commends. Here Paul's going back to, it's all up to what the Lord has done, not what up to I have done. It's up to what the Lord has done. And the Lord is the one at work here. And the fact that he has done the work here is the commendation to what we are doing to our ministry. Not because we're so special, but it's all about what the Lord has done. So Paul doesn't commend himself with his abilities, with his eloquence, with his knowledge, with his wisdom. He commends himself in his weakness and his dependence upon God and the fact that God's the one who has done these things through him, thereby endorsing what he is doing. Paul is the one who's working with the church in Corinth. 
And for these others to show up and start confusing things is, well, it is confusing. And people are being led astray. People are confused. And now it's created friction to where it's because of what these guys are doing that Paul has some of the problems he's dealing with in the church. And so he's trying to, to deal with this. He's trying to restore the relationships with those who are still holding him at arm's length. And this church already has personality problems. We saw that at the very beginning of 1 Corinthians, where they were aligning themselves with different leaders. So now you got this group show up, and it's another group of people for the people of the church to start aligning with. Now, the majority of the church is on board with Paul. He's still trying to deal with this minority who are enamored by these super apostles. And they're also preaching a false gospel. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 2 Corinthians 